The second wave of COVID-19 has been devastating. The system's apathy and gross mismanagement has left us struggling for breath. But thankfully, all is not lost yet. We've seen innumerable faceless, nameless heroes who've come forward to help those desperately scrambling for basics and who've restored our faith in humanity yet again. Doctors, nurses, journalists, mental health practitioners, volunteers, drivers, delivery staff to our local Kirana Wala. I'm sure I'm forgetting many others. We owe a great deal to them because without their selfless services, we wouldn't have made it thus far. Different Strokes is proud to have had this opportunity to speak to a few of these COVID heroes who have been working relentlessly by putting themselves and their families at a serious risk of infection. We couldn't thank them enough. But I hope through this series, we're able to tell them how grateful we are to each one of them. In this pod shot, I speak to Dr. Srinivas, who's a radio oncologist at a government hospital in Chandigarh. He hasn't seen his family for six months now, but he's still hopeful that we will defeat this virus one day and emerge stronger. How has this pandemic changed uh, your life? Before, I used to see patients with stage 1 and stage 2, most of them in early stage disease. So right. nowadays, I see patients coming with a very huge disease, the stage 4 disease, mm-hmm. where the chance of cure is very less. So right. all these neglected cases are mainly because of this pandemic, patients not able to visit hospitals, mm-hmm. they're not moving out of their house. So mm-hmm. as a person, yes, definitely I suffered a lot because I stay in Chandigarh, my family stays in different state, right. not able to meet my family. And yes, of course, I don't want to meet my family right now because my parents are elderly parents. Mm. I don't want to expose them for the virus because I work in a hospital. So there is more chance of me getting into any infection. I wanted to ask you, how long have you not seen uh, seen your family? Yeah, it's more than six months. Right now, I'm living alone. Even my wife is also staying in Bangalore. Uh, One thing I've learned is I'm a doctor mainly because of my patients. So as long as I see patients, I'm mentally fine. Hmm. Do you think we, uh, on the part of the, the state as well and the center, do you, do you think we were lacking yes. preparation as well? We, we lost a lot of precious time. Uh, we could have better. We could have managed more beds, more oxygen supplies. That, that, that was lacking actually. So because we know as the number of patients are increasing, we need more beds. Right. I'll give an example in our hospital. We are like, shifting each and surgery ward, medicine ward, you are shifting all those ward into COVID ward. So day by day, we are increasing the beds. The thing is, other patients are going to suffer because of this. So right. all the surgery, all the elective surgeries are not happening. All the elective patients are not being seen in OPDs because all the OPDs have been shut. So uh, because of this infection, other patients are suffering and we don't have a particular separate wards for COVID. So we have to shift, we have to convert uh, medicine, surgical ward into a COVID ward. I am also seeing, uh, you know, there are lots of videos that doctors are posting on social media and there's obviously reports in the media as well that doctors are under tremendous pressure and a lot of stress. What do you think um, uh, would help the doctors in this situation uh, as an immediate help and as a long-term help? As an immediate help, people should understand that they should maintain proper distancing, they should use the mask, they should help Mm. doctors in all these things. If they Mm. do all these basic things properly, so we'll be more than happy. 
out of the city areas nobody is wearing masks nobody is maintaining distancing uh, you must be seeing in news each and every day some melas are happening some function is happening yeah. there are thousands of gatherings happening in villages and all people should avoid all these things and yeah. they should understand one thing as a doctor it is very difficult to wear that ppe kit and one kit for minimum of 6 hours they cannot drink mm. water they cannot use anything mm. and it will be it will be three layers ppe kit and a lot of sweating people do faint during work there so many other issues people they don't understand mm. outside this healthcare facilities so mm. there are so many issues we need more healthcare staffs we need mm. more facilities uh, from government i need to ask only one thing so just increasing the number of doctors and nurses not going to not going to help anything they have to increase the they have to improve the infrastructure of the hospital facilities mm. that is the main thing they're mm. not even coming to the hospital see the patients are not decreasing but they're not coming to the hospitals mm. so there are so many uh, cardiac arrest patients there are so many brain injury damage patients mm. they're dying at their home they're not even visiting the hospitals mm. so we think the patients are reduced patients are not reduced but they're not visiting the hospitals that mm. is the only difference mm. what has been the most frustrating um incident or thing uh, in this entire uh, one and a half years that you've seen what frustrates you the most yeah. the one main thing is see i see patient each and every day mm. so i had to admit few patients because they'll come with lot of complications and lot of uh, other other symptoms mm. so i am not able to admit even a single patient mm. all our ward they, uh, it has been converted into the covid ward mm. so these are the side effects these are the most frustrating time because i'm not able to admit anybody all these patients are suffering because of this pandemic anyways mm-hmm. as a administration as a government we cannot help and we can we cannot do anything right now because mm-hmm. uh, uh, within a short period of time we cannot build a new hospital for particularly for covid we had to convert the existing one into the covid wards this was supposed to happen but still it is frustrating are you still hopeful dr shrinivas yeah we have to be hopeful without hope you cannot live further right hope is the only thing that that keeps us like to work every day right and risk your lives every day there's so much this is our profession this is my profession i have to work every day i cannot sit at home like seeing patients dying in hospitals right right no that's that's incredible uh, spirit i must say and thank you very much uh, for what whatever you're doing I think we owe a great deal to all the doctors and frontline medical staff whoever is out there risking their own lives and trying to save patients from this pandemic. Um I hope the world starts to heal sooner than yes. later. Um thank you very much for your time doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again.